Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Tuesday of the 32nd week in Ordinary Time. The topic is Unprofitable Servants. Part 1. Without sanctifying grace, all of our activity is worthless. In today's Gospel passage, our Lord takes a situation from ordinary life to teach us a divine truth. Jesus asks, Will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come in from the field, Come at once and sit down at table. Will he not rather say to him, Prepare supper for me, and gird yourself, and serve me, till I eat and drink, and afterward you shall eat and drink. Given the social conditions of that age, the servant would hardly expect praise for carrying out orders. The Lord applies this reality to the supernatural life. So you also, when you have done all that is commanded you, say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. It would be a mistake to think that Jesus approves of the arbitrary manner of the Master in the illustration. Yet Jesus has no hesitation in using a fairly commonplace circumstance to communicate the more effectively with his audience about the relationship between a creature and the Creator. From the very beginning to the very end of our days, everything has come to us as a gift from our Father God. In the words of St. Ambrose, You cannot think yourself greater than you are simply because you are a child of God. You ought to recognize the effect of grace, yes, but you cannot forget the lowliness of your nature. Nor would I have you become vain simply because you fulfill your duty. Remember that, in like manner, the sun and the moon and the angels do exactly what they are supposed to do. Do you see our service to God in the same light? Let us not forget that it is only because of God's generosity that we have been elevated to the dignity of sons of God. We have in no way earned such a status or such a title. As a matter of fact, it would be more appropriate for us to consider ourselves unprofitable servants. We are absolutely incapable of doing God's will without the assistance of His grace. Divine grace is what enables us to work for Christ. Our natural powers are wholly inadequate to the challenges of the supernatural struggle. In the words of St. Jose Maria, we are merely the brush in the hand of the artist. God's masterpieces are always the product of the divine artist. No praise is given to the artist's tools, and with good reason. It is our good fortune to know that we are contributing in some small way to God's salvific plan. It would be ridiculous if we were to pretend to claim credit for what God has done. If we are humble, 
we will walk in the truth. We will keep in mind our condition of being unprofitable servants. As a consequence, we will ask God to give us more grace. Another practical effect of this teaching is that whenever we are praised, we will quietly give Jesus all the glory. Whatever good we do or receive has to be attributed, first and foremost, to God. The Lord is able to use a stick to bring forth water from a rock. He has the power to make a little bit of mud bring sight to the blind. Do we serve as the Lord's mud, as his rod, to bring forth water in the middle of the desert? Christ is the true author of these marvels. What would the mud or the stick accomplish by itself? Part 2. The Lord Never Withholds His Assistance The Lord emphasizes the paramount importance of divine grace in His parable of the vine and the branches. Christ, sent by the Father, is the source of the church's whole apostolate. Clearly, then, the fruitfulness of the apostolate of lay people depends on their living union with Christ. Jesus makes sure he leaves no room for doubt. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. As St. Paul wrote to the Philippians, God is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God's grace is indispensable if we are to will and to work meritorious deeds. It is essential for us to keep in mind, however, this vital distinction. Grace builds on nature. It does not replace our nature. We have to do our part. St. Augustine has likened our need for divine assistance to our need for light by which to see. It is the eye that sees. The light allows the eye to fulfill its nature. Similarly, divine grace allows us to will and to work, but it never overrides our freedom. The awesome reality of our dependence on God should inspire us to a constant prayer of thanksgiving. God is always disposed to send us the necessary graces. Through the liturgy, the church continually asks us to pray for divine help. If we ask with humility and faith, the Lord will always heed our request. St. Francis de Sales illustrated God's generosity with these words. A tender mother leads along her little child, helps him, and holds him up as long as she sees need for it and lets him take a few steps by himself in places that are very level and not too difficult. Now she takes him by the hand and holds him steady. Now she takes him up in her arms and carries him. It is thus, too, that our Lord himself takes constant care to lead forward his children, that is, those who possess charity. This divine solicitude should never be a motive for passivity. On the contrary, we should find God's grace a steadfast source of strength in our ascetical struggle and apostolate. 
We have to work as if everything depended on us. At the same time, we cannot forget that everything depends on Jesus. This is the royal road to sanctity. Part 3. Co-workers with God St. Paul makes use of an image from the farm to teach about our participation in apostolic work. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. For we are God's fellow workers. What a wonderful thing it is to know that we are collaborators with God in His work of redemption. In some mysterious way, the Lord has need of us. We have to remember always that it is God who plants the seed of faith and helps it to grow and bear fruit. Pope St. Pius X touched upon this question in an encyclical about the priesthood. It may be that weeping as they go, priests scatter the seed. It may be that with anxious care they nourish it. But to make it sprout and bring forth the cherished fruit this is the work of God alone and His powerful assistance. This also is to be well considered, that men are nothing more than instruments which God uses for the saving of souls, and that these instruments must be fit, therefore, to be handled by God. Man is capable of undertaking great things when he is humble, this is when he protects his union with Christ through prayer. For the brush to be useful, it has to transmit the colors and tones desired by the artist. The brush has to subordinate its own qualities and characteristics to the plan and intention of the painter. It is the painter who composes the painting. He creates the effects of light and shadow. He employs the vivid and subdued tones. He imparts the harmony, meaning, and profundity. It would also be good to note that the brush has to be firmly united to the hand of the artist. It is like an extension of his arm. If there is no such union, then the intention of the artist may be jeopardized. We want to be in the hands of the Lord. Yet we know that there are many times when this is not the case. In the words of St. Jose Maria, let us tell Jesus in the intimacy of our prayer, I think of my wretchedness, which seems to be on the increase despite the graces you give me. It must be due to my failure to correspond. I know that I am completely unprepared for the enterprise you are asking of me. And when I read in the newspapers of so very many highly qualified and respected men with formidable talents and no lack of financial resources, speaking, writing, organizing in defense of your kingdom, I look at myself and see that I am a nobody, ignorant, poor, so little in a word. This would fill me with shame if I did not know that you want me to be so. But, Lord Jesus, you know how gladly I have put my ambition at your feet. To have faith and love, to be loving, believing, suffering. 
In these things I do want to be rich and learned. But no more rich and learned than you, in your limitless mercy, have wanted me to be. I desire to put all my prestige and honor into fulfilling your most just and most lovable will. Our Mother Mary was the most faithful collaborator with the Holy Spirit in the work of redemption. She will teach us how to be good instruments in the hands of the Lord. Our guardian angel will second this intention by reminding us that we are only unprofitable servants doing the Lord's bidding. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.